This is the week where me and Brad tried to kill Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, explain what we're we doing this week. Um, because Quantum Leap's finished. Why are we here? Yeah, so we finished Quantum Leap. Um, so we are going to uh, go ahead and cover some fun movies, TV shows, episodes that also have Sam Beckett and Al Calvici in them. <laughs> because yeah. all my notes do say in this movie, oh, Sam, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Sam Beckett, same initials as Scott Bakula. Coincidence? Mm. So he's SB in my notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I also have nicknames for most of the characters in this film because yeah. I couldn't yeah, remember so a lot of them. The movie this time that we're covering is Lord of Illusions. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start with a 60-second summary. Oh. Oh, I oh, um, I've, just been, I've just been called into the other room. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you get your ass back here right now, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm uh, putting a wheel together here, which is fun. Now, so... is this wheel, Brad, is this wheel older than the wall? Um, or is it younger than the wall? <laughs> is it what? Older than what? Is it older than the wall? Or is it younger than the wall? Because I learned this week that the wheel is older than the wall. This is according to your president, Brad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I missed hey, that one. Hey, you guys voted sense. for him. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love cool. You. Cool. Yeah. The wheel. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I got an old-fashioned wheel here, and all of our names are on it. And I'm going to spin, 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 spin. Hmm. <laughs> all right brad all right brad um oh good luck with getting everything that happens in this movie oh done in 60 seconds um without going ridiculously over or under oh god then you would be a melty-faced nyx chump yeah <laughs> or nyx cult chump uh, yeah, so you, you can think of whatever you'd like, Brad. Uh, whatever you want to put in here. So, uh, But you'll be going in three, two, one, go. Hey guys, if you like fashions, you're going to love Lord of Illusions. Um, we start off in the in 1983. Um, there's a crazy cult um, with a creepy fucking dude. 
and he is the creepiest guy and he's got like a girl chained up in a basement with like a fucking baboon um it is <laughs> creepy as fuck uh but then the, um some guy comes and he's like hey you've gone too far this time <laughs> so uh he kills him with a magic metal thing that goes over his face um cut to present day scott bacula is a detective slash uh, demonologist i don't really know he's john constantine basically yeah. <laughs> um, so uh he's gonna go and uh um go over there to figure out what the hell's going on with this magician um this movie's all about how shitty magicians are um because um these these illusionists aren't real magicians but there are real magicians and real magicians are evil um they're all crap i hate them all um in the end they <laughs> save the day famke jensen's the best <laughs> one minute, one second. <laughs> wow. Well done, Brad. I couldn't have done that. Oh, jeez. I just, I, I, I couldn't have done it either at all. Now, it's, it is interesting that Brad's like, what, you know, you, you're like championing this film, which is about magicians, something of which you are not a fan. Well, this exposes magicians. This is the one movie that treats magicians as they should be. They're all <laughs> fucking monsters, are lying fakes, are just shitty assholes. Or just little sad sacks like um, oh. Guy Who Plays Swan, who's in The Mummy. He's such a sad sack in this film. Oh, he's, I, oh God, he, well, he's really just like in every scene trying to have the worst hair possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Even uh, as a man bun at one point. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. He gets all the worst hairstyles. Yeah, it does. Uh, Claire, do you have any fun facts for us? Well, I'm on the IMDb and I'm looking at the fun facts. And here's some. When casting for the film began, Clive Barker picked Famke Janssen's photo out of the hundreds of initial submissions and declared, This is Dorothea! Uh, she was the only choice. There is a partially obscured inscription around the ceiling of the Magic Club's library. In full, it reads, Magic is the oldest trick in the book. That's right, Brad. Oh, jeez. That's right. Uh, the scene with Swan, Kevin O'Connor, biting his finger and pouring his blood on the screws in order to draw the mask into Nix's head was excised from the original cut in order to obtain an R rating from the Motion Picture Association. The scene was later reused for the unrated director's cut. So I guess I did see the director's cut. Uh, Nix's pet mandrill was supposed to have a gory death scene. Swan was supposed to shoot it, but this scene never made it to the final film because the makeup effects department couldn't get the stunt mandrill, which was a puppet, to work properly. Oh. Which is kind of amazing. <laughs> um, like, like a special lack of special effects didn't stop them from making the movie, so I, I don't know yeah. why, why this was a problem. <laughs> Uh, the tat- Some of these aren't very interesting, so I'm going to skip to the bottom one, which is the tattoo on Damour's back was included after Scott Bakula researched the character. Oh, he was uh, so uh, he was researching demonologists and all sorts for this character, guys. Wow! Oh wow! All right, uh, Brad, what was happening when this movie came out? Oh, uh, guys, there's so many things happening. This movie came out uh, Friday, the 25th of August, 1995. And could it be more 1995? Yeah. No. I mean, this is the most 90s movies that ever 90s. Um, <laughs> so, um, of course, uh, this was National Heroes Day in the Philippines. Heroes! <laughs> um... Oh god, I'm just seeing birthdays of, of people um, that are famous now. Um, YouTube star Lack Lachlan or Lachlan. Lachlan? Um, there's a rapper named Trey Bills. Okay. 
There's another musician called Justine Skye. These people were born on this day. Oh. And, and now they have more, more money than any of us. <laughs> oh. That's sad. Yeah. Um, also, of course, um, uh, hmm. <laughs> the cover of Time magazine was a soldier wearing a helmet with goggles as fire burns in the background. Uh-huh. Yeah, sounds uh-huh. about right. Fuck those yeah. assholes. Um, also, just want to talk about some other movies that were out at the time. Um, now, unfortunately, this movie this movie did did okay. Um, it. Uh, but the, unfortunately, it, it came up against another little movie called Desperado. Oh, it's kind of won the weekend there. Mm, uh, yeah. But it was ahead of the Amazing Panda Adventure. What, what is that? Um, Beyond Rangoon. <laughs> um, uh, Doctor Jekyll and Miss Hyde. Ooh, I uh, remember the that. The show and Arabian Night. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, movie. Congratulations. Was I alive when this came out? Like, I don't remember any of this. Nobody remembers any of those. <laughs> no one remembers Lord of Illusions. Um. I don't remember this. And I always get this this movie, like, when we were talking about it, like, years ago. I remember when we were first, first talking about it. I always get this movie mixed up in my head with um, uh, Master of Darkness by John Carpenter. Is it Master of Darkness? Yeah. I think it's Master of Darkness. I always get the two movies mixed up in my head. Yeah. Um, so, so the week before this, um, Mortal Kombat and The Usual Suspects came out. So, oh. so there were there were movies going on. Yeah. Um, and the week before that, Dangerous Minds and A Walk in the Clouds. Um, so, so I remember movies the week before. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. um, yeah. Beginning of the month was Babe and Virtuosity. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Virtuosity. Oh. So there's a lot of lot of movies coming out this year. A lot of movies coming out. Okay, well, you guys ready to leap into this movie? Oh, yes. Mm. Um, before we even leap in, can I just talk about my history with this movie? Of course, please. And why I decided not to warn Tammy about the movie. Because you're an asshole and you hate me? <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I, I know where our friendship all stands now because of this movie. <laughs> I just wanted you to have a similar experience to me. Uh because I, so um i you know it was the 90s and i i as per usual it was like the summer um and i rented a couple of vhs's um i rented uh, two movies and so i start watching lord of illusions i'm like ah oh, it is a nice summer day i <laughs> i am just gonna gonna watch a, a fun horror movie and uh this will be great oh it's by the guy that did hellraiser so this will probably be creepy and fun um uh, <laughs> and I started watching this thing, and this like first like cult scene is so gross, yeah. and just yeah. everything is so ugh. Uh, I was I like I had to stop watching this movie. Which <laughs> <laughs> I don't think at the time it ever happened in my life, Ow. and so I was like, you know what, I gotta take a break from this because this is just heavy and dark and gross. So I'm gonna watch the other movie I rented, which I completed and watched the full thing. That movie was called Schindler's List. Oh my God. <laughs> Whoa. Brad. What a, what a fun summer weekend you had planned. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. A nice light, light weekend of watching movies. It was easier, it, like at the time, it was easy for me to watch Schindler's <laughs> List in this movie. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, time, times have changed since then, but this is just a gory fucking movie. Yeah. Especially, it's so grim in the beginning. It was just, it was just unsettling and gross. And but I went back to it, of course, after I watched Schindler's List, and uh, <laughs> a little bit later, and I came back to it. And I was like, oh, okay, I enjoyed this movie, but yikes, yikes. The all of Clive Barker's films, I always found like terrifying when I saw them, like when I was a lot younger, like you know, Candyman and Hellraiser, and now I just find them really goofy. Like Candyman is goofy. It's, Candyman arguably has is more eerie because of certain aspects I think than this like the particularly like the soundtrack is very eerie because it's like this this kind of piano one and some of the lighting and stuff but I was kind of laughing for a lot of this film. oh yeah and the fashions are amazing which is oh, why we have yeah. to talk about particularly them. our friend Mr Mr Butters I mean everyone everyone oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had Mr Butters outfit though so <laughs> I can't remember his name, so I just called him Mr. Butters. I think it's Butterfield or something. Um, All right, so... Wait, which guy is that? The guy with the leather pants. Oh, I just called him... The guy who wears snakeskin lycrid leggings, Brad. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, I just kept thinking of him as uh, um, Michael Ian Black. (laughs) Yeah, he really looks like him. Um, So we start off with this whole, there are two worlds of magic. One is the glittering, the glittering domain of the illusionist. The other is a secret place where magic is a terrifying reality. Here, (laughs) men have the power of demons and death itself is an illusion. (laughs) But which one's worse? Yeah, really. (laughs) So my first note was, ooh, death is an illusion. (laughs) That was it. And then we go into this scene with, like, a desert with all these gross chickens. Also, did you notice that Cabbage Patch kid in the dirt? If this is 1983, um, that Cabbage Patch doll is, like, that's a high-dollar item. Yeah, rescue it out of the dirt. I was thinking that. Like, like, to just throw away a Cabbage Patch kid in 1983? I mean... Like you could have sold that to a desperate uh, parent on uh, on Black <laughs> Friday for some dollars. Agreed. Yeah. So yeah, it's so gross. This like like vulture on a log or whatever it is. And, uh, like, yeah, this dead chicken. Like ugh. And right away, right away, Mr. Butters is bringing the fashion because we see young Mr. Butters. Um, I can't call him Butterfield. In in my in my um, notes, he is Mr. Butters because. <laughs> Why not? And he's wearing, a, it's it's very hot weather in the desert, but he doesn't care. He's wearing a sweater, and it's an orange sweater with a very low v-neck. And it's, it's, like it's, a, crop, it's a crop top v-neck. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a crop top sweater v-neck <laughs> thing. I didn't notice what trousers he's wearing. I'm assuming he's wearing his snakeskin leggings, because that's what he always wears, because he loves them. But he's got interesting hair and eyebrow situation going on. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us more, Tammy. I can't, because everything... I can't uh, see anything. <laughs> I can see my notes. That's all I can see. His hair is like the epitome. React. <laughs> <laughs> his hair, if you look in the dictionary under Widow's Peak, that's oh, his hair. Yeah. It goes down to a little triangle like a like a cartoon vampire. That's, that's also when he's older. That's, yeah, that's later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, and he's got his white eyebrows and like oh, one yeah, yeah, white yeah. eye and one oh, brown so eye. Fucking so is that mm-hmm. the actor's trait? Does the actor have, like, in real life, that thing where you have two different colored eyes? A I have no idea. 
I just thought they they tried to make him look creepy. I think this dude is arguably creepier than um, villain man in this film. Nix. This guy's a fun yeah. creeper. So so Nix, uh, that actor is like in all the things. He's like an. He's the poor man's Michael Ironside. I always get him mixed up with Michael Ironside. <laughs> he was in X Files, and I think I called him the poor man's Michael Ironside in that as well. Probably. He's um he's the boss. He's uh Elaine's boss in Seinfeld, and so like that's all I kept picturing. Every oh time yeah. <laughs> 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 he's kind of a dick in that too, and I just I'm like, oh, so that's just what he does. That's, that's, what that's, what I, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> I think he was, in X-Files, he was the guy that was turning to metal, if you remember that. Oh, is that he was he in was like, Pine Bluff Variants, was the episode. Oh, was that? No, I don't think that was the metal one. I thought he was the guy who turned to metal. Okay, um, hey guys, see if this, uh, um... <laughs> Um, remind, see if this leads you to anywhere. Mulder goes <laughs> undercover to infiltrate a militia group armed with a deadly pathogen wanted for domestic terrorism. Skelly becomes suspicious when Mulder lets a suspect escape, but she learns that his assignment <laughs> may be a suicide mission. That's every episode. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. like that's nothing. I got that nothing could be on anything. that. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I guess the only thing between. Uh, oh, yeah, the sweater thing. Sorry, my thing is back up and running. My movie's back and running. That sweater thing is terrible. It's like a crop top low piece mm-hmm. sweater. So weird. And we've got Nix, who is like just going back and forth in talking in front of the Oof. grossest group of humans I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Including one guy that looks not too dissimilar from my former roommate, Frankie. Oh, <laughs> nice. Ugh, which freaked me out. But yeah, this is a gross cult. Like, this is the most accurate depiction of a cult ever. Everyone's just so gross, so dirty, so terrible looking. (laughs) Yeah, and particularly late when they're all like shaving their hair and ugh. Yeah, but didn't even take You say shaving. They're they're just cutting out clumps. Yeah, and they're just pulling it off. Yeah, Yeah, but you can see scalps, so they're ugh. So gross. Yeah. But that's the thing. They didn't even need that to just be a gross group of yeah. humans. Yeah. Um, and all he's doing, and Nix is just like <laughs> tossing his fire from one hand to the other. <laughs> just like, what is Nix that? is also wearing a belly top because his belly's poking oh. out the bottom. Yep. It's all yeah. about crop tops, this cult. This is like, ugh. Like, this room just reeks. It Like, it smells so bad in this room. Mm. And he's talking about something about that they'll be known as, like, Puritans or something like that. Mm. Yeah, I, there are, like, five of my notes at this for, at this point. It's just, <laughs> why are these people so gross? Why are they wearing the grossest things? Why do they all look so gross? Why are they so dirty? <laughs> like, everything yeah. is just... <laughs> Why did Brad and Claire make me watch this? Yeah. I hadn't even gotten to that point yet. I just... <laughs> um, and also, like, outside of their little area, it's like, they just have, like, trash sculptures. I don't I don't know what any did you of see the? Is. Yeah, did you see the painting on the wall that looks like a monster, like, eating? I think it's, yeah. like, meant to be a demon eating people's souls, but it looks, <laughs> it just kind of looks like a sort of monster you'd see out of, like, a kid's cartoon. It it's looks like a number muncher. Yeah, a number <laughs> muncher, yeah, exactly. It's just kind of ridiculous. 
Uh, yeah, so then you've, uh, got, uh, Swan leading the group. Um, he, that whole group looks a mess, too, and they're supposed to be people, I guess, outside of the cult? Like, maybe, were they part of the cult at one point? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think they're, they're refugees. Um, but I just want to say, my favorite, um, of all the little cult stuff, like, there's so much weirdness going on, but it's the glasses guy that's got, like, like got the blood <laughs> all over his face, and when oh. he goes to the doorway, and that woman just comes and, like, wraps her arms around him, and I'm like, ugh. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, oh. And, like, Swan is such a, like, oh, he's such a sad sack. I'm just like, how did this guy, like, have the will to break away from this cult? Like, he's just, oh, he's just well, the worst. Well, what he's, is, he's, as he's going in, he's like, he went too far this time. So it's apparently yeah. all about just kidnapping this girl. Mm, yeah, but that's weird as well that he marries her. Like, yes, mm. that is yeah. a problem. Oh, that is <laughs> that super is weird. That is a problem. <laughs> Because she only marries him because she feels obligated to. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I just now I'm looking at Nick's more and like his little belly shirt, and then he's got like <laughs> this robe curtain thing he's wearing. Ugh. I don't know what it this is that he's wearing over it that covers nothing. I just look. What is the purpose of this dirty thing? So yeah. when he comes back later, he's wearing like a full-on diaper. It's so weird. Um, so yeah, he's got this girl, this young girl, uh, in a chamber. I don't know how old she's supposed to be, but she's, you know, young. Uh, does she say she's 12 later? Does she? I don't even know. She might. Um, but the more interesting thing he has tied up is not a girl. (laughs) It is a (laughs) man. Wouldn't it be amazing if, like... Swan was really upset and was like, this is the last straw because of the baboon, not the girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love that baboon. <laughs> oh, that, that fucking thing is creepy as yeah. fuck, yeah. too. Like, they scare me. Oh, yeah. 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 Cause it's like, Ugh. it's, it's like, um, striking at her. Yeah. And like, Nyx is Rapture. just like, I think he likes you. It's like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. This is the teeth and the, ugh, ugh. No. My note was just no fucking thank you. <laughs> that was it. That was, yeah. yeah. And uh, Butterfield is there just like, I don't even know. That guy's so zoned out in this scene. Yeah, it's so... I mean, like, the the, the homoerotic undertones in this film are kind oh. of insane. Oh, yeah. They're crazy. Undertones? Particularly at the end. Well, yeah, undertones. undertones. Yeah. Because okay. you've got, like, Nick's... Nick's Clive Barker does not do undertones. Her. No, I know, I know. It's Clive Barker. Nick's is, like, lusting after Swan... Yeah, but you've got like butters, butters lusting after Nick's, and it's oh, it's so creepy. Yeah, they all just want to bang each other, and then they're having like the orgy and the quicksand at the end. It's yeah, yeah, doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, we also have this part where we walk into that's where we walk into that room, Brad, where the guy's got the guy with the glasses has got the blood all over his face. Yeah. And the random drawings on all these walls, like, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, a leg. I'm like, why is there just a drawing of a leg? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so Nyx knew that Swan would come, obviously. And mm-hmm. Swan goes into one room, and it's just Nyx's dirty jacket there <laughs> that he's left on a chair. But that's because he's floating above him. <laughs> and he's floating on, like, this weird, like crucifix thing made of yeah it's like a guts and ribs. crucifix yeah it's... and we um we didn't mention about when they go into this place um what's the guy quaid who goes in 
He walks oh, yeah. past the room and there's like an older couple and they're like butchering a pig. I don't yeah, know what they did. Yeah. They're like eating it or something. It was very weird. Yeah, that's that's the guy Brad was. Well, the guy Brad was talking about yeah. wasn't butchering, but he was in that same room eating yeah, whatever just, the hell he was. Mm. Oh, gross. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I do want to say though, this is the most dramatic entrance I've ever seen in any movie <laughs> ever. Is to turn around on this like crucifix thing and then yeah. float down to your opponent. Um, b- b- <laughs> Can we talk about like when a fucking uh, um, a little Michael Ian Black um, like just like s- stabs that woman in the hand? Like, oh, yeah, that is hard. I think like that that might have hurt me the first time around. There's a lot of hand stabbing in this film, oh, like, but like he just like stabbing. gets he just in there. Cuts in there. He just yeah, cuts. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I was watching this last night. I was like, I, because I was thinking like maybe I should warn Tammy about this. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's better just uh, just to let that happen. Let Tammy guns general. Now, next time I fly to Florida, Tammy, when I uh, meet you at Orlando Airport, this is how I want you to meet me. I want you to be floating on a giant carcass. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Claire. <sighs> um, and then so we we're getting into like where everyone is starting to gather together and we're in this hallway scene and I'm like is this guy worse dressed because he's got he's wearing snakes as jewelry like yeah <laughs> and I look and later as well yeah he he's wearing, wearing like snakes as he always jewelry. wears like a, a an orange and white snake and a green snake yeah <laughs> like I love that like he's still got the same like snake outfit <laughs> years later <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Quaid is coming and he's shooting people. He's trying to shoot people down. I must yeah. Like um, badass. And then we have this disgusting thing that Nick's, like, puts his fingers into Ugh. Swan's head. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like his it's head's like, <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, it just looks like he's sticking his fingers into putty. It's so fucking gross. You know, I, the thing is, though, I, I, you think that they would do that to the woman that went crazy to explain why she yeah, went crazy yeah, yeah. as opposed to Swan. I mean... Who seems fine. Yeah. I mean, he's got... He's, all he did was get powers. But then even later on when Swan, like, you know, Nick's basically, like, makes his brain explode in his head, he's fine. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. dies, but he's still lying there like, yeah, I can totally still do my magic powers. Yeah, I was I like, why I... are you not catatonic? <laughs> Yeah, so Nyx does that, and then all of a sudden, anywhere Swan looks when he sees people, they're just all, like, exploding into a root system. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like I, I was kind of surprised at, like, how much of the effects actually do hold up in this. But, man, Not there's a couple does. of places that are oh, just yeah. so kooky, 1995. And I think a lot this of the, is the practical effects are cool. Like I like yeah. the um, like some of the gross effects, like um, later with Nyx, which is very kind of Evil Dead. But mm. then you get like the CGI lawnmower man stuff, and it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, and you've got this thing. So uh, instead of Nyx, I guess being torn apart, you actually see him, I guess, giving Swan powers. Yeah, I think so. It's like he's throwing the powers at him, though. <laughs> he's very aggressively giving him powers. Also, behind him, there's a drawing of this, like, vampire bat thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's so funny. 
<laughs> like it's like everyone in this cult was just like a loser in high school and yeah. Nick's yeah. just like got them all up. It's again, it's the most realistic presentation of a cult ever. <laughs> <laughs> So this should have been what um, American Horror Story cult was like. It was just set in this nerd I mean, cult. This should be more of what Riverdale's like. <laughs> oh my, my favorite bit in this is when um, he gets shot. I think it's when, uh, yeah, Nick gets shot and then his face turns into a skull and he goes, Ugh, and then just falls down. <laughs> like he's meant to be so powerful and he's just like, Ugh, <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> it just really made me laugh. So, do you guys th- believe that people are out in in the world that have that bat as a tattoo because they love this movie? <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, I hope. I hope. <laughs> yeah, that's Brad. <laughs> it's such a dumb-looking bat. Like, oh, I love it. But that's I'm going to get the uh, number cruncher. Oh. <laughs> up my leg. There's so many drawings. Like, there's just yeah. so many drawings. Yeah, I, I think they just took, I think what they did was they took like, um, uh, they went to the local high school, um, found the kids that had skipped school the most, and then was like, all right, uh, we want to hire you guys to come and draw on the walls for a while. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. then there's like this foot stepping on like, I don't even know, like a cross or something up above the bat. Like, I don't, it's so, none of it makes sense. It's all um, shit you should be drawing in your composition book when you're, like, not paying attention in yeah, class. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, Nick gets shot um, multiple times, but primarily by, uh, what's her face? Dorothea, or Famke, as I put in my notes. I couldn't keep writing fam- uh, Dorothea, so I was just like, eh, Famke. Oh. Jean Grey. <laughs> Jean Grey, yeah. Um, yeah, because I was like, so she's the only one with a good shot. Everyone else is just, like, hitting him in the knee. And- yeah. Yeah. And this is when he goes, oh, <laughs> just falls down. It's great. Yep. Here's my question. Why is it only when he comes back from the dead, he gets a little, like, anus hole in his forehead? Yeah. <laughs> what is up with that? Why, do- why doesn't he have it now? Like, when he's meant to be as powerful, I guess? I mean, anyway. I think it just—I think it's just had to sit for a while, and he had to stew underground a little bit for that little thing to escape. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I love like the the crazy like device they have to put on him to kill him. Yeah. Oh, like that—that that is oh, so gross. So they they put this like device on him, and they bring all this shit with them, right? But they don't bring like a knife to cut his thumb to put blood on it. Oh, like, he has I know. To bite himself. Yeah. Mm. Well, you just I gotta, don't know how he bites himself. I mean, he, I guess you would just assume that like you're probably gonna get caught just like walking around that place. <laughs> it's like so filled with like like sharp pointy objects. Yeah. I'm shocked all these people just didn't die from like some kind of disease they picked up all septicemia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we get the amazing shot of uh, of uh, Butterfield like running away and screaming. <laughs> I know he's so angry. <laughs> he's just like in slow mo. <laughs> and then we get um isn't it now we get sexy saxophone playing and it's like Ooh. Oh no, sorry oh, no, that's Lisa. No. No, we get that when we're going to Los Angeles. Of course. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. that's when we go into uh, Color of Night territory. <laughs> yes, very Seriously. much so. At that point, when he's leaving New York, uh, Scott Bakula heading for LA, and we get the sex saxophone, I was like, is this the origin story of Scott Bakula's <laughs> character in Color of Night? Seriously. Uh, so, yeah, so we, we get first to uh, see Scott Bakula in his apartment. 
uh, where he has weird shit there too. <laughs> like, what are these like little, uh, statue guys that are on this old school? I don't even know if it's like a well, music if it's box the one right in the background, because right in the yeah. background of his apartment by the door, I think there's yeah. these two statues there. I had those two statues. What? I lost them in my mood. They're from they're Balinese statues. Um, well, I bought them in Bali, but I think they're actually from Java. I had those statues, those two exact oh, ones. Oh my god! One is a male and one is a female statue. They're very creepy. Like, <laughs> I yeah. love them. I wish I still had them. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I went down a real rabbit hole trying to figure out if uh, this was ripping off John Constantine or John Constantine was ripping this off. <laughs> Well, apparently, it's... like, this character's from books, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. There's, like, but loads of also... stories of, like, the the Harry Lamore, which is the most stupid name ever. Um, but the, also, there's I not was... that many books is the crazy thing. I always oh, thought really? that there were a lot of them, but yeah. it seems to me like there's not that many. It's just... Oh. So, there's I could be wrong, but what I looked character? at yesterday. I don't need... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't he? He's, like, referenced in another Clive Barker film, I think. I think I read that somewhere. I think so. And I, then I read that there's a comic book series where he, like, takes out Pinhead and then becomes the new leader of the Cenobites. Oh, my God. Like, it's a there's a lot. There's a lot. Like, he's all tied into Clive Barker world. Yeah. But I think there's actually not that many actual books. Oh. His name. Like, Lamour. Yeah. Come on. Also, Con- <laughs> Come Constantine on. apparently, um, like, showed up before him. But yeah. still, I, it didn't really say anything. There was, there were, it's not like there was really any implications that... I mean, I think it's a pretty basic idea, but... Yeah, they, I mean, there's, they are so there's like loads of books I've read. There's a, um, a British series of books I've read by Mike... Oh, I can't remember his name. Mike something. He's a comic book writer in the UK. And that's the Felix Castor stories. And, I mean, that character is basically John Constantine as well. Yeah. Like, even down to the way he looks and stuff. And I've read other ones that's, you know, it's very, you know, common kind of um, premise. But just the fact that, like, the Constantine series is called Hellblazer. And then these, and Clive yeah. Parker series is called Hellraiser. It just, I don't know. There's a lot of coincidences that I did not have time to break down. <laughs> So he's a private eye in Brooklyn, uh, but he also deals in exorcism or something. Mm-hmm. You know, as he- well, I don't even know if he deals in exorcisms or he just got like involved in that one exorcism and it sort of went wrong. I don't. Know. I felt like it was that. Like he he just kind of got. He always ends up being involved in kind of because doesn't the guy like say to me, he's like darkness follows you, Lamar or whatever. Might <laughs> <It> have. <laughs> I don't know something like that. Yeah. I figured that like the little boy died because he was possessed by Bat Boy because that's what that demon looked like. It was kind of oh, great. Oh yeah, I mean there's a lot there's a lot of Bat Boys running around in this movie. <laughs> there really is. <laughs> there's so many Bat Boys. Because <laughs> hmm? um, it's a great musical and everyone yeah, loves it. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not Lamore, it's Diamore. Diamore, that was it. Sorry. But it still means like love or something. Yeah, it's like well, it's, more, yeah. it's just a ridiculous name. I don't like it. <laughs> it's just stupid. Um. So I guess he just needs to get out of town. I don't even remember what this guy's reason was for telling him to go to LA. But... Uh, it was to investigate this guy for insurance. Was it insurance fraud, Brad? Oh yeah. Follow whatever what his name. Was? What was his name? Yeah, his name was uh, Tappet. I put Loomis wants Tappet uh, caught by Harry in L.A. 
doing insurance fraud stuff. So that's why he's following this oh, guy. Yeah. That's right. And then my next note was when he gets to LA, I was like, oh, look at that valet. What nice frosted tips he has. <laughs> Mine was, of course you get sexy saxophone going to LA. <laughs> Mine was, what's we up with that to... vest? <laughs> oh, oh, that vest. Oh, he loves that vest. Did you think we were going to go into Color of Night territory, Tammy? And we were uh, gonna... Yeah, for sure. See his bulge again. <laughs> I should say again. I mean, we saw some bulge, but it wasn't his. It was... yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on with that vest. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves it. Like it's a like the col- the colors and fabrics he wears throughout this movie are so kooky. And he wears a t-shirt under that vest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is something that should not happen. Yeah. Um, but then we immediately uh, we immediately go to him going undercover at the Comfort Ten Motel. Um, what do you think of our our new friend? This um, the least sexy stripper I've ever seen. <laughs> like, which which one? one? Well, well, for the first one in her pink wig, and she's just kind Oof. of clutching her boobs and like kind of not even dancing, just kind of like Ugh. going from foot to foot. I was like, what's happening? Both of it them is. are a nightmare. Both of yeah. them it is. are a nightmare. <laughs> it is the least sexy thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it really is. It's less sexy than Showgirls. Let's saying something. Yeah. Like the one, like she's got the little fur on her bra. I, I just, just like stop. This is so gross. Um, and, you know, and he has to tap her, tap and tap, tappy tap, whatever that guy's name. He's got <laughs> tap her, tappy, tappy tap. <laughs> He's got to stop his sexcapades to go get his fortune told. <laughs> yeah, what is happening? Where is he supposed to be going? And he runs off in a hurry as well. Yeah. Like, why? But the only <laughs> thing you see on the door is fortune teller, so... I'm yeah. Just like, okay. I mean, is, like, is... Yeah. Because my question is, 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 was he going to meet the, the magician guy that's getting killed, like, for something? Like, is he tied into oh, this at um, all? Uh, Quaid. I don't know. Or is this, like, just completely random? I think it's completely random because, like, a later Scott Bakula's like, oh, Tapper had nothing to do with it. He was just getting his fortune told. But it's like, well... But why, when you're having sex with these two, like, ladies, is he suddenly like, oh, no, I've got to run. I've got to get my fortune told. <laughs> what? Future is uh, STDs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then Kiko's running out of there and almost knocks down uh, Sam Beckett. And, uh, <laughs> sorry, I like I said, everything to me is like, well, Sam had to go run in here. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um... But he runs in and he comes across a bat boy, I guess. Well, he... Oh, well, I he called sees him... Quaid. He sees Quaid in the yeah. thing, but then he gets attacked by bat boy. I called yeah. this guy Sharpie because of his sharp teeth. <laughs> I called him Nazi bat boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I love this guy. He's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> his little his little sharp teeth. Like who is this guy? Oh. Is he banging butters? I feel like he is. I feel like they're together. Yeah. 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 I just like his dedication to 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 Nazi stuff as well because he has like the SS um things on his collar. Oh yeah, and he wears his um, coat later, doesn't he? Yeah. Like like he's he's just straight up a Nazi bad boy. <laughs> like, I feel. I feel like this guy is uh, going to be a, a big time Trump fan. 
<laughs> so yeah, after he gets attacked by Bat Boy and he kind of throws him off, um, then he goes into where Quaid was, is, and Quaid just has a bunch of knives sticking out all over him. Way too also, many Also, when when um Scott when um um uh, uh, Sam Beckett attacks um Nazi Bat Boy, he's like brutally kidney punching him, like yeah. right in the kidneys. I was like, ah, I was wincing seeing that. Ooh. I I do like too that when like Sam walks in, he's looking at Quaid and then Bat Boy comes up behind him to like try and attack him again and all Sam does is shut the door and it he must <laughs> yeah. shut it like the hardest anyone has shut a door ever because Bat Boy goes flying back as if he were kicked it's amazing <laughs> he's got superhuman strength yeah it's like I don't think that's how that works <laughs> Um, so yeah, then we've got uh, Butterfield here with Quaid, and he, he's using him as a pink cushion. If you'd like to this talk is, about his fashion, yeah, this is also when he's looking the most like Michael Ian Black ever. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought he's gonna sit down with Meghan McCain and have a chat about about how a neoliberal uh, politics are probably great. <laughs> they, well, they probably are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. What's he wearing, Tammy? I'm going to tell you. He is, he's got his little Widow Peaks hair. Yeah. He's wearing tight, stretchy, um, lycra t shirt that's kind of got little, like, like kind of, I don't even know, like little bumps on it. And he's wearing black latex gloves, which made me throw up in my mouth. And then gold, shiny leggings and then a little charm bracelet. Yeah. Yeah, got to accessorize. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I have this outfit somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know what you're dressing as for the next mega content. <laughs> Brad can be a uh, uh, Nazi bat boy, and you can be. <laughs> so, yeah, but that so means I can't wear my my see through a uh, a uh, uh, pink dress with black. Uh, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. balls. laughs> oh, sorry, Brad. <laughs> Um, so he talks about death and how, like, when someone's dying, you can catch a man's soul. Brad, please explain how that works. <laughs> <laughs> how do you catch a soul? How do you uh, catch a man's soul? <laughs> okay, well, first thing you gotta do is get a jar, and you gotta punch some, make sure you punch some holes in the lid. <laughs> then you get just a big get a, butterfly net. <laughs> yeah, get, get an ice pick and just punch, like, punch about eight holes. Not too big, you don't want the soul to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm making notes. Yeah, I was probably making notes there. I am. So, yeah, as I guess, like, I don't even know. He gets rid of Butters. Well, like, bad boy. Like, comes in. No, this is great. Like, because he comes in, he has a, he has a chat uh, with Butters for a while. And then finally, Nazi Bat Boy just like starts clawing his way through the door. Yeah, he like claws his way through the door. It's insane. Yeah, he's so angry. Yeah, and, and, and like fucking uh, Scott Bakula, like straight up wily e. coyotes. In. Oh, <laughs> beautiful! And he flies out the window. It's great. Yeah, so, um, and then Butters is like, well, I guess I better get the hell out of here. And he runs away. And so Sam is left talking to Quaid that just has <laughs> knives sticking out of him everywhere. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, yeah. It's just, and of course, we've got to have tarot and we have the, the, I was like, I couldn't remember what tarot card it was, but I was like, oh, it's either going to be the tower, the death card, or the uh, Ten of Swords, the scariest cards. And it was the Ten of Swords, of course. Yeah. Because it's a scary-looking card. It doesn't literally mean you're going to get stabbed with all the knives. Well, well it doesn't mean anything, but 
Yeah, true. It doesn't mean anything, <laughs> you know. Here's my question. Um, in the next scene, we see the police there, and they're they've got a body. Whose body is that? Did Scott Bakula just throw like uh, that guy down? Like, what's going I on? I think with the um, well, is it the one where they go up to the blanket and they're like, "Where's his body?" Do you mean that one? Oh, okay. So there's not a body because they there. go they go to pick up the. I was like, how can you not tell there's not a body under there? It's a blanket. Right, and then the right. woman like picks it up and goes, where's his body? And it's because uh, okay. Batboy has like run away. Okay, that's better. Sorry, I was just uh, looking at the video. I was like, I don't remember. I don't know who that body would be. But there's not a body. That's the whole point. Okay. Because um, he's screwed Batboy these, up. like group of people just hanging out, like just chill- chilling behind the police tape. Um, you've got a dude with, a, with an incredible stash back there. I mean, he's just... <laughs> But he's wearing sh- shorts that are fairly high, um, and a Hawaiian-style t- shirt. Uh, and then you've got a dude on the other side who's wearing no shirt at all, long hair, no shirt, jeans where you can see his underwear sticking out the top. I, like this group of people is a nightmare. <laughs> There's some extras in this movie that are like, they get some real, real interesting extras. Yeah, I love it. When they were like, oh, let's get some regular people as extras. They got some real normies, like real regular. <laughs> yeah. Also, like the uh, police photographer um, is uh, that that little person. He was on Seinfeld. Oh, was he? Yeah. I didn't even notice. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, what's his name? I'm trying to find him on IMDb. Uh... All right. So. Danny um, Woodburn. Yeah. He was, uh, he was, of course, in Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I'm pretty sure he was the one. I'm pretty sure he was on Seinfeld. Like he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was. Uh, yeah, he was in like seven episodes of Seinfeld. Wow. As Mickey Abbott. Never seen Seinfeld. Yeah, you're you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> like now it's it's yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, so never let me become an American. It was fine. Um, oh, he was also in everyone's favorite film that I'm sure we all saw 2013's 30 Nights of Paranormal Activity with the Devil Inside the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo one of those movies oh Oh, and also also Santa Paws 2 The Santa Pups aww Uh, so now we got Bat Boy who's like looking his wound and he's so angry yeah talking to uh butters who's has a cigarette smoking still wearing those latex gloves yeah those those gloves like might be the grossest thing in this movie i really yeah for me oh they gross me out what about bad boy over there just like uh like with his gross bloody hand all up in his mouth uh, yeah don't care don't care and his what is that jar what jar? Um, right in front of him, when he like slinks down, there is a gross-looking jar. <laughs> is it one of uh, Scully's jars from the X Files? Because we know she was a collector of gross jars. Oh, god, this place is so gross. I do. It is funny, like when he's pulling his like the glass out of his body. There's one shot where it's like this close-up of him doing it, and you could see how everything was a prosthetic. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Pretty it's terrible. Great. Yeah. It's like, why even have that shot? Like, <laughs> yeah, just cut it out of the finished film. <laughs> um, and so Butter starts talking about Nick's and how everyone believes in this, like, promising. Yeah. Uh, and then we're at a pool party. Oh, just... 
Yes, and we get the introduction of adult Femka. Yes. Yeah. Why, why didn't she get more work? She's one of those actresses that I've always been like, yeah, she's, you know, she's all right. Like, I've never been like a massive fan of her. Mm-mm, wrong. Like, but I know, yeah, it sounds like obviously you, you like her and stuff, but I've always been like, eh, she did an adequate job. <laughs> like, you know, like a full on uh, Jennifer Garner, Brad. Oh. <laughs> wow. Why are you besmirching the greatest actresses of our day? <laughs> Love you, Brad. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we see, uh, Swan again. Um, I, I do have to call her out, though, um, because she's just walking barefoot, like, straight out of this pool into the house, like, on the carpets. Yeah. I'm like, put on some shoes. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, at some some point. Particularly if she lives with a magician, there might be all sorts of stuff lying around on the floor. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Yeah, can uh, we talk about Swan's hair for a sec? Ooh, boy. Let's <laughs> begin Let's begin talking about his hair, and we will finish in two hours. <laughs> Go time. Go. I mean, it was bad when we saw it before, but somehow it's become greasier, stringier, and more disgusting. He finds yeah. new ways to have bad hair throughout this movie. and, and it's Particularly okay. later when he's like, I'm going to tie my hair up because that will make it look good. No? It's so bad and so gross. Everything just looks so Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if I have anything up there even. I think they were. Uh, he says that because he's sitting there in his satin robe, which I thought Brad would like, um, except for the fact that it's on this dude. And he says he's going to put in a new illusion that night. Oh yeah. Because he's read that Wade is, is dead. Yeah, and he wants uh, what's her face, uh, Dorothea, to be there. Mm. I, I did notice um his robe and liked it, but then I also noticed that um. Her robe looks so big and comfy, and then yeah. I was like, "Oh wait, I have a robe exactly like that. I want to kind of go take a shower now and put on my comfy robe." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um. So of course we. He also has this thing like just hanging on his desk of all the swords, mm, the little model, yeah. which is weird that he's never done this illusion before. Um. But he's like, "Oh, he has a little model, and he's like, oh, I'm going to do that one tonight." It's like, well, you need to practice and like make a set and stuff. I thought that was weird. I think he's done his practice. He's he's had this planned out. This sure. is my my murder suicide escape plan. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so this is gonna be like the biggest deal ever. And then he does like a little little bit of floating, doesn't he? Does he? I think he does, doesn't he? Oh no, it's um no no. Think... There's a painting I put yes. about him floating. It's the painting of him floating. We, yeah, this is the, one of the first times we see the painting of him humping the air. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. Like it's so awful, and it's everywhere. <laughs> like I love. Yeah, it. it's like for his show as well. Because when we go to his show that night, first of all, it's in like this really like quite small little theater, which I thought was kind of weird for a red carpet event. Like it's a magician's like show, and it's a red carpet event. It's in this like not very big venue. I thought that was strange. Well, it's the Pantages um, Theater, though. That's a that's a that's a real yeah. thing. Oh, is it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't go to magic shows, Brad. Nobody goes to magic shows. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris does. Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> um, so we meet the yeah. assistant guy there. The man who doesn't blink. <laughs> He's so creepy. He reminds me of the stupendous Yappy from X-Files as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. And Dorothea comes down to talk to him. What do we think about Dorothea's outfit? This cream and 
white dress thing. It was okay. I like more of her outfits later. Yeah. I mean, she looks amazing in everything. So, uh, you know. <laughs> Fair. Um, um, no, what we need to talk about is the next scene, because this is when we see Scott Bakula wearing the eggplant pants and green shirt. Combo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like he look, he looks like he's trying to be the Incredible Hulk. He's wearing um, like a plaid because he doesn't keep the suit on for long, does he? Is this when he's wearing the plaid suit? No, this is just the green okay. shirt with the. Oh pants. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the big purple pants. <laughs> yeah, it's his Incredible Hulk cosplay. The, the assistant guy, right? No, Scott Bakula. Scott? Oh, yeah, the purple pants. Got it. Okay. I've got a theory. So, Bill Bixby was also in the show The Magician, and Scott Bakula was told that he was going to go and see a magician, but he thought, like, maybe it was a convention celebrating all that is Bill Bixby, so he dressed as the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's uh, a stretch, but okay. I'll take <laughs> it's it. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. I work hard for my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk to about okay? So this, uh, I like Dorothy's outfit, mm-hmm. but this sash thing that goes oh, like past her, almost like a cape, mm-hmm. is yeah, intertwined with her necklace. Is it? Yes, oh. her necklace is not. Oh yeah, it is all wrapped up. Well, she's afraid it's gonna blow away. <laughs> I bet you that is what happened. I bet you they uh, were filming and the thing probably kept falling off. Yeah. Instead of losing it, they just <laughs> they intertwined it with their necklace. It is a yeah. weird little cape. It is. I'm not, I'm not sure why it was so significant they needed to wrap it up in her necklace. But Are we sure that Famke Jansen is not the daughter of Gal Gadot and Marina Bachran? Bar- <laughs> Except for an age think. difference. I, like... <laughs> I like. I feel like she's the synthesis of both of them. Yeah, yeah, she really is. It's very. Which is why she should have been a bigger star. (laughs) She was Jean Grey. That's not good enough. Well, a lot of people have said that. So. (laughs) Yeah. I prefer her as Jean Grey than Sansa Stark. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, granted, (laughs) she was in that movie for eight minutes. It felt like tops. True. So I think this is where Sam uh, says, again, yes, I'm calling Sam, uh, says he, that he talks about uh, Swan and he said he's an alert, illusionist. It's not exactly brain surgery. And <laughs> Which I was, was your like, favorite line because you messaged yeah. me. Brad. <laughs> I was like, this is the truest thing that's going to happen in this movie. Also, you're a detective that <laughs> also dabbles in the occult. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a quantum leaper. I just love this movie's stance that we constantly got to talk shit about magicians. <laughs> this was a very formative movie for me. <laughs> um, but he does make a good living. And yes, uh, <laughs> we get to... Oh, this is so stupid. So yeah, we get to go to the Pan- uh, Pantages Theater where it's just Swan up front and Swan humping the side. <laughs> <laughs> And then the first bit we see when the show starts is like one of those dance numbers out of Showgirls. Oh, like, dancing around the volcano. <laughs> before that, can we talk? And I do. I think this is, might be one of the one of the the best things. Like you see all these fucking Harvey Weinstein motherfuckers with like these young women, like all oh, these gross yeah. old dudes with like obviously way too young women. And yeah. I just like that they put that in because oh. I'm like, yeah, look at all these fucked up monsters. Mm-hmm. That might be the scariest thing in this film. Yeah. 
Like that first guy that comes out of the limo is a real Harvey um, oh, Weinstein yeah, looking sure. guy. Oh, and there's also a guy sitting behind him that looks like Chris Carter. Yeah, nice. If, if only it was. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, so, uh, we could joke about, like, their opening dance number, but I love it so much. <laughs> oh, I do as well. But it is, uh, like, it feels like the dance number out of um, Showgirls. There's, like, the one when they're yeah. dancing around the volcano. Yeah. Except they're in this, they're dancing around, like, a giant statue of Baphomet, because it's... This movie has no subtlety, and it's amazing, and I love it. Um, Swan has changed up his hair from stringy to curly. Oh, so <laughs> gross. Because he wanted to make it look even worse. It's so dumb looking. Like, oh, I'm glad no one does this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of it's bad. What did you think of the uh, little plastic skeleton in the giant bottle? <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I'm sorry, there's a giant ske- uh, when the bottle floats oh, over the stage, God. and there's a little plastic skeleton. But I like this because, like, time is a flat circle, Tammy, and this is <laughs> the moment when um, Swan turns from a skeleton into a man. And at the end of this film, he turns from a man into a skeleton. <laughs> but before that, when he just flies up into the air for no reason, oh, I <laughs> yes. know, why and you, the why crew people are like, yeah. "How does he do that?" Like, I don't know, wires. <laughs> Yeah, because he doesn't do anything at that point. So, yeah, I don't know why he's just floating around. He's just doing it. He's just doing it. And I love it. Like, I was like, um, you guys are the crew. Shouldn't you know where the wires are? Exactly. God, like the worst crew. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we, we get to sit through, like, ten minutes of a dance performance. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, while they're filling up this jar uh, with the like red sand. Yeah, with red yeah. sand. And then the dancers go over and are like, knock, 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 who's home? Uh, <laughs> I love that they don't just, like, empty the bottle of sand and no, then he in it, you know, which would be, like, a it. regular <laughs> regular illusion. But instead, he's got to be like, uh, 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 I'm going to, like, make lightning fly everywhere and explode out of it and, like, fly around. <laughs> like, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, we also have Butterfield and his bad boy who have also come to the mm-hmm. Can that be the name of our band, um, Tammy, in the future? Butterfield and the Bat Boys. Oh my god. (laughs) Sure, why not? Brad, you can be in our band as well. Um, You know, I think I'm busy that day. (laughs) Uh, Then we get to start looking at this special trick that he has been saving up. Yeah. Which is just like the swords falling and then him having to move out of the way. Yeah, but he doesn't. How does he fake his own death? No idea. I'm guessing, like, yeah, real magic. I don't know. Because they keep they keep hitting you over the head with the fact that like death is an illusion. So I mean, he's because he you know he has real magic because he can fly and shit. So I think he's just magicking. But like the gathering, yeah. Yeah. What's (laughs) crazy is like these swords are falling, and this is such a slow like death like yeah. nobody helps him nobody helps him he takes a straight up sword to the dick yeah <laughs> he does and it's pretty early on like nobody oh, helps listen. him everyone's screaming nobody like goes hey maybe i should go and help release him because this happens so slowly and it's like like go and help him like even if you have magic powers um i don't know maybe like don't take a chance with the sword to the dick. I don't even want to, like, even if it's just an illusion and he's not even there. 
which I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I, maybe I not figure, sword of the deck. I can't figure out this trick. I don't understand. Yeah, because she runs over to his body and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I think it's all just black magics. Mm. Her reaction's kind of amazing. Yeah. yeah. As long yeah. as long as you don't put a magic uh, a drill mask into him, he, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love Famke Yancey's reaction because she runs over and she just goes, oh, God. And I, I was like, it's like, oh, God, I forgot to buy eggs when I was at the store. <laughs> it's like your husband has just been impaled like a billion times and took yeah. a sword to the dick. Yes. Yeah, because I, I get that she married him because she felt obligated to marry him, which is a whole other thing. But, but she cares about she, him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I and even if she didn't, it's still horrific to go over there and see somebody with swords all up in them. Mm-hmm. Everyone I just, else like, in the theater had a more appropriate reaction than she did. But like, what's with these? Could like no one like in the crew like are like why? I mean, I know obviously he set it up to fake his death, um, but like all these crew people don't know that. Like, why isn't why didn't somebody? run out there and try to do something. Why did so, why didn't they bring the curtain down before <laughs> you know <laughs> they just let it play. You like you're right, Brad, because they don't know. Yeah. And we go directly from this like him dying with swords right to like this fight with Butterfield and uh Bat Boy. It's amazing. Oh I love this fight. I love it. I love that like Bat Boy breaks um um Sam Beckett's nose and then he goes, I got you, fucker! And then he just starts crying. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so good. Love it. Yeah. And, and, and the thing that stabs him, is that that thing that was pouring the red sand into the yeah. thing? Okay. That's why all the red sand's going through his like body and coming out the other side. I really did half think, like, oh, maybe he's still not dead. Who the hell knows? Death is just <laughs> I mean, an illusion at this point, so I don't his know. His blood's turning to sand. It would have been hilarious if he came back again. <laughs> yeah. This has a massive hole in his body. Work for Goldie Horn in Death Becomes Her. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and then we go to the police station. <laughs> Where during this, there's like three, <laughs> three scenes of like prostitutes being arrested. You know why? What I said on our Color of Night episode, I love in films in the 90s and the 80s, you have a police station, probably in New York or L.A., you got to have two things, or, or you got to have either one of these, or both. Number one, guys being led to the drunk tank. Number two, prostitutes being questioned. Yeah. And I love that prostitutes being questioned is in this. It makes me so happy. Oh, and they just, every time they, like, cut away from them, like, you see it happening, like, in the background again. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, all right, could you guys just not choose one one of these shots? Love it. And I find that interesting because they do they do that a lot in movies and stuff. But I feel like in real life, I don't think prostitutes are the big thing being arrested all the time. I feel like it's typically dudes being violent somehow is probably mm-hmm. a yeah. majority of people being arrested. So why we don't have just guys being arrested, I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm sure that's the more, more likely. Yeah. I, this cop that gets like all the screen time, I don't know who she is or what the purpose of her character is. No, no. She's it's so, like, a, was she bigger in the book or something? Yeah, because she seems like she's supposed to be more important, but she's not important at all. Mm. And I uh, guess yeah, so while uh, Sam is there, then uh, Dorothea gets there and they get to have a little quiet chit chat. Yeah. Yeah, and they're already, already kind of flirty. And it's like, 
Sam Beckett, I know you're a quantum leaper and you travel through time, you fall in love every week. Do you have to fall in love with this movie as well? Come on. Um, and this is, I think, where we find out the whole thing where she felt obligated. And I guess I just didn't realize at, until this moment that she was the little girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Were been a while since I've watched this, and I couldn't I, like I knew that she was the little girl, but I couldn't yeah. remember like the the details. I was like, is, was she behind this in some way? I, I know that there was. But I was like, I could not remember what the twist was, and it's like, oh, okay, it's just that she's the girl. All right. Yeah, and it's like five hundred levels of wrong that they married each other. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so creepy. Tammy, did you like this uh, version of the song Magic Moments? <laughs> It was really weird. Well, because it's, it's of course it's weird because now we're going to the scariest place on earth, the Magic Castle, which is what I put in uh, in my notes. I put oh, um, uh, what should I put? Scott Bakula is going to Brad's favorite place on earth. God, (laughs) the most unbearable location in the world. Claire, have you ever been to the Magic Castle? No, I've driven past it, so I've seen it in reality. I've never been inside. Why would I? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been? No, I haven't. But I heard like I don't know. Either it's like hard to get in, or there's there's something about it. Like yeah, we didn't like go as close as obviously in this film, but we like drove past. um, You could kind of see like the top of it, like up the hill a bit. You know, like when you're driving around like the hills. Yeah, so that was it, really. But I, I didn't really have any interest in, in going there. Yeah, because I only know from... I, I've never asked, but, like, my aunt and her husband must have went because they took a picture in front of it, like, all dressed up. And I know you have to, like, be invited, and it's, like, a whole thing. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I don't know how the hell they went. I was just like... <laughs> you got to ask them some questions, Tommy. I know. Um, so Vincent Schiavelli is in here. I love him. Love He's him. great. I, but he gets, like... He gets some pretty high billing in this movie too, which yeah, I, yeah, which is kind of crazy because he's really only in this one scene. Yeah, yeah, because I I couldn't remember if he like came back later yeah. or anything. But... I was like, is he part of the cult? And I just don't remember. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But no. Also, um, let's talk about the giant uh, present ribbon he's wearing around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's like the it's mad keeping hatter. his head on. It's so delightful. <laughs> And I oh. love he's doing this accent, and like Sam's like, "What kind of accent is that, Brooklyn?" And he's like, "Hey, whatever, man." Yeah. <laughs> in his Brooklyn accent, even like on the subtitles, it says in Brooklyn accent. I loved it. It was great. Oh God! Uh, all these motherfucking magicians at this table. Gah. Which one would you uh, would you be friends with first, Brad? I would be friends with none of them. <laughs> I would have no friends. <laughs> also get the one like older guy that's walking sam around too i just keep going is that stan lee that just i know, <laughs> I know! you look just like stan lee i loved it like i feel like i feel like at least half of these people are probably real magicians yeah that's oh right. yeah yeah yeah. i think so um i yeah. refuse to look them up because i don't need to know anything about magicians this is where sam is wearing um the plaid shirt and suit yeah. Um, he doesn't keep the suit on for long, but it's two different types of plaid. And I was like, oh. Um, and also, I really want a door, like my front door to my house, to have little owl statues on either side with glowing <laughs> red eyes. Because <laughs> that was freaking awesome. And I also want that um, that little glass thing with a skeleton in a wig playing a piano. Because I love that as well. This is, <laughs> this so is just the worst. 
Now you guys the... know what to get me for my oh. birthday. By the way, my birthday was yesterday. If anyone wants to send me this, then send me a skeleton playing a piano wearing a comedy wig. <laughs> oh, I think we can rustle that up for about $13 at Party City. <laughs> yeah, so Yay. I guess the biggest thing we get out of this scene is just that the illusionist. Uh, do not didn't care for Swan because he used evil or something. Mm-hmm. He said like everything he did was tainted or something, didn't he? Yeah. By bad haircuts. <laughs> yeah, they basically just just didn't trust his haircut. So yeah, why would you? Yeah. Yeah. We also um, this is also where we meet um, uh, Billy Who. I assume oh, that's yeah. Doctor <laughs> Who's son. Uh, <laughs> I love when Billy Who gives Sam the card. <laughs> And goes, this is me. And the card's got a little picture of a monster God. on it, like going, rah! And it's like as if to say, this is me on my card. It doesn't make anything like you, Billy Who. Like, oh, I mean, if you don't hate magicians already, like, come on. <laughs> this is the worst. And Billy Who with his, with his fucking uh, leather, like, um, quilted jacket. Yeah, super weird. Ugh. And he's got like an Al Calavici uh, bolo tie. Yep. Oh, it's delightful. Ugh, he's the worst. And then we got uh, Sam dreaming of pretty much the whole movie that we've already been seeing. Yeah, previously. <laughs> yeah. Previously on. This is in case you needed to take a bathroom break, you come back and it's previously on. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So he gets this phone call from Dorothea. Also, I mean, he has to have that dream scene, so he's shirtless. Oh, yeah, of course. Got Bacula. Um... I'm sorry. This is a very nice nighty that she's wearing by herself mm-hmm. in her home alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very nice. And she also seems quite chipper for the fact that I know she yeah. married him for convenience that her husband was dead. Yeah, I'm just like, nobody's fucking wearing this. Sorry, guys. Sorry to be the one to break it to you, but <laughs> unless you've got gentleman callers, <laughs> you're not wearing this. <laughs> this is what she wears. Stop, stop lying. This mm-hmm. is just what she wears. You wear an old shirt with a hole in it. That's what you wear. Yeah, or in the case of me, a blue little vest top and then a little pair of shorts with some cherries on. Yeah, exactly. why not? We all dress like we're five again, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I was just like, come on with this outfit. Oh, come on with all of her outfits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that dress later on with no oh I can't wait I can't wait (laughs) (sighs) fine be you don't wear a bra but give me a break (laughs) (laughs) alright so yeah so she calls him uh, she calls him up and I don't even remember what they're (laughs) what they were talking about because all I kept thinking was about that outfit (laughs) yeah this this is where he's like hey so uh, what about this uh, other lady do you know this name nope never heard it Okay, what about next? Nope, definitely not. And she, oh, right. <laughs> she drops the phone and then tries to pretend like, no. <laughs> it's like you could, you're a terrible actress. And that's why like her character, the assistant friend guy, was also on the phone at the same time. Where he was yeah. like a creep. Valentin. Val- God, why can't they just call him Valentine? I can't I deal with Valentin. Yeah. Also, so this motherfucker was like in the cult. And like, was he? I guess he was he part of the original like um, breakout team. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know who don't, he is. Yeah, but he's the only one that knows where Nix is buried. Yeah. Which, so I just why I, why didn't like Quaid and all the others know? Well, I mean, they did. They got killed. Oh, I thought they didn't know. I thought the only one who knew was 
uh, what's his face? Um, well, if that was Kane, if they did, at least they they died before telling. Oh, fair enough. So, um, but well, then this guy's an idiot. Why is he murdering all these people without checking where, like, asking where Nix is buried? Well, I think he's torturing them to death because they won't tell him. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, okay. Because that's what they ended up doing to Valentin. Valentin. <laughs> yeah. So, I think this is when Sam went back to the Magic Castle, right? Yeah. He, no, he's um, no, This is when he breaks around. into the office. Oh, yeah, breaks into yeah, the office. Right. This is when he, uh, Valentin, Valentin, oh, that's it. It um, appears it and is like, here's 30 grand to go away. Uh, I take it. Yeah. And he finds this secret address book. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have a secret address book, Brad? No. You have a regular address book, Brad? I have a phone. <laughs> Do you have a secret yes. phone, Brad? No. <laughs> no. It's just the one. Do you have a secret Brad, Brad? Yes. Yes. Yay. I have a twin brother that does half of my stuff for me. He's called Rad. <laughs> He's like a gnarly 90s dude. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> He's uh, a so, he, so part of this, uh, the addresses he got was to go see the one lady that was also part of their group that tried to, that had taken down Nyx. Jennifer uh, something. Yeah, and we meet this, the doctor there who has the tiniest tie, or the tiniest bow tie. <laughs> it just, yes. So we go from an extreme bow tie where it should be on top of a Christmas present. To Him and Vincent, Vincent Chiavelli should like be buddy cops. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he gets talking to Jennifer, who they said, you know, sometimes she lo- she's lucid, sometimes not. And she seems like a wackadoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's, uh, she's not a fan of people digging. Yeah. And she's so much not a fan that she runs away and gets hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's quite funny. I just wish that it had been like, uh, we look over and we see it's a bat boy driving. <laughs> <laughs> and then he winks at Sam and drives off. Because <laughs> every film should end with a wink. <laughs> the film ends here. <laughs> uh, so then we get the scene with uh, Sam and Billy Who breaking into the magic castle. Who? Billy. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly right. Sorry, Tammy. Sorry. Um. So when they go in there, like the lights all turn on, and Billy even looks freaked out to be there. Billy's a, a, a Billy's scared of a hologram later. Yeah. Billy's Billy scared of a character monster. from um from uh, Ghostbusters too. So <laughs> stupid. So yeah, they go uh, looking around, and then they find this like these like little dice thing with the symbols on them. And he presses one; it opens a thing. How did they not think that was booby trapped? By the way, yeah, the Goonies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, he he does. I mean, Scott Bakula does tell uh, (laughs) Billy to reach in and grab it. So uh, maybe he knew. But that's when the blades had already appeared. Oh, that's true. That's because true. this is it. Like, like the blades appear. Scott Bakula saves, I think, Billy's hands by stopping the blades, and then he's like, "Oh, grab in and get the book." And then Billy's just divvering around and like, "Uh," and it's like, "No, get them." Like, he's I mean, like, I don't, you, don't, don't, you never know. Like, maybe you grab like the files, and like a fucking flamethrower comes out and like torches your hand. I would just say well, maybe we don't need these files. <laughs> Look, you let's, do what Dr. Sam Beckett says, Brad. Let's go beat up Vincent Chevelli and make him get the files. <laughs> True. Let's go beat up that magic nerd. 
Uh, mm. But Billy is like real stressed about it because that could have taken his hand. I'm like, yeah, but you guys are idiots. So. Oh, well, then you couldn't be a magician anymore. <laughs> Big loss to the world. <laughs> Um, but they find a file folder that's full of uh, um, of drawings of Nick's. Oh, I love this. I love that Billy's like, I've never seen any of these. I've never seen any of these illusions or something. What, the illusion of someone puking up a dragon? No, he says, I don't know any of these tricks. And one is like Nick's puking a dragon out of his throat. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how you could think that. Also, it's a drawing. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, it's not even like a photograph like that he could say something was doctored. But yeah, and then uh, Billy gets chased by a hologram and freaks this, the fuck out. This is my favorite moment of the entire film. Because he doesn't get chased. This hologram appears and it's just this monster going bah, like this. It's ridiculous. Billy falls so slowly backwards mm-hmm. over this stack of books. So slowly. It's beautiful. And he's just lying on the yeah. floor like, meh. I love it. It's great. And I love Scott Bakula like sees where the hologram projector is and like he shoot he misses the first time. Like he's a terrible shot. Yeah, he is. Well that's why Dorothy is doing all the shooting in this film. Yeah. That's true. She's a badass. Yeah. Like, but uh, like first of all, why shoot the hologram projector? It's a hologram. It doesn't matter. It's like it's not gonna hurt you. Why like I listen, think, I'm all about destroying the magic castle. <laughs> I'm all for doing whatever you can to destroy the magic castle. But why are you just shooting holes in somebody's wall? Yeah, also, you're meant to be, like, un, you know, like, sneaking around this place. Mm-hmm. Now you're just screaming and firing stuff. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Oh, God. What? So, in the next scene, um, oh, yes. when uh, Bakula goes back to, to the Swan House, um, this fool, he's, 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 he's still wearing the t-shirt, but he's got the plaid jacket now. Oh. So, now we're in the full... Like fucking oh, plum pants, so t-shirt, and like plaid jacket. It is the worst outfit, and those pants are so high. Yeah, they really are. So high. And that belt, like, what is that belt? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it doesn't match, and it's awful. None of his outfit matches. No, it's it's just a hodgepodge of nonsense. Uh, but we get Dorothea finally kind of breaking down and crying and stuff. Um, crying into her dress. Crying into her dress, which this is, is where Valentin so tries to stop Scott Bakula coming into the house and just pushes him out of the way. It's pretty good. So good. He's got super strength. Yeah. But yeah, so we have her crying into her dress, not wearing a bra. That dress has every button known to man on it. Uh, oh yes, so mm-hmm. many buttons. And these black pom poms, like, like, it is so weird. It is, I like, I don't, I can't figure out what this fabric is. I, I don't know what it is. Because, well, it's thin and almost translucent completely. It also looks like, uh, I don't know. It looks thick. Yeah. It's, it's it like. It's like a sweater dress. It's like, it's <laughs> like see-through terry cloth. Like, I don't get it. Um, and I did think, like, at first, oh, these buttons are just decorative, whatever. But later, when her and Sam start to, to have sex, like, he's, like, unbuttoning her shoulder yeah. part of her dress. I'm like, That is going to take a long everything. time. Yeah. That's going to take a long time to get into that dress. Ugh. It is, it is one of the weirdest outfits. I mean, oh. it looks like, like, even that fabric, like, it looks like something that if you washed it too many times, it would, like, there would be pilling on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Also, um, 
when she's talking to Sam, I am at one minute, two seconds. <laughs> Why does she put the top of her hand on the, I, the yes. table? Like, yes. what is that? I'm, I'm literally in the process of screenshot, screenshotting this scene because <laughs> it is there's... The weirdest thing weirder what is that little what statue that <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I love this little statue a bird with a human head yeah it's yeah so it's great weird. i love this movie so much it is so bonkers i fucking love everything about it I mean, it's just like in that scene i don't know what's behind her but it looks like it's like a little devil on her shoulder <laughs> Yes. Something like all the way in the back of the room. But... Uh-huh. And I love <laughs> yeah. that like Scott Bakula is like, pe- it's like he's peeking into the scene. Yeah. Like, he's just in frame. <laughs> it is so good. And I love everything about it. And it also looks like they have just an empty like birdcage on the table. Yeah. Yeah. With nothing in it. I really love that little statue of the, the, <laughs> the bird with the human head. I really uh, like it. You would. You would. It's, it's so good. so great. Like, this is just the weirdest looking scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when she goes over there and just slams the top of her hand on the table, oh. I don't, it out so much. I was like, yeah. why? Nobody does that. Why are you holding your hand that way? It is so weird. Like, I, yeah, I can't, like, mm. I there and was trying to swat it. And it just makes it look like her hand is dead. Like, she has no feeling in it. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, okay. I, I, I just gotta see this happen again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing it again as well. Okay, walk, 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 walk. Hand awkwardly. Just, and she keeps doing it, too. Yeah. She's, like, playing with her finger. Like, it is... And then she just... Ugh. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. Read it as a gift. <laughs> you know, that time when you feel like just slamming your hand awkwardly on yeah. Also, Valentin's been a creeper because he's outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's listening to the make out. And then he's like, then he oh. looks up at the at the painting of Swan humping the air and it's like, I better call him. <laughs> the shadow of her nipples in that dress also are so weird. Like the way oh, the yeah. shadow falls, it keeps looking like she spilt something down the front. But because you can see her nipples, it looks like she's lactating or something. It's so gross. <laughs> Sorry, because <laughs> there's all these shadows around the nipples, and it's like, like, yeah. oh, I don't like it. And here we go. He's slamming the, the hand. Slam. Um, I also like that she like she she just is supposed to be angry and maybe throw things off the table, but she just didn't want to. So yeah, she's like, no, no, no. We can't, we can't break anything. We can't yeah. break anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't, we we can't take a chance on us uh, scuffing the floor. Sorry. So you can't actually. Knock the way he spins her around, he spins her around so violently. Yeah. Come here. It it is kind of shocking that there's not like a crazy sex scene. No. Yeah, that you don't see it because this film does feel like it's it's attempting to be like like a horror, you know, but mixed with like a sexy nineties, yeah. like erotic thriller, you know, like just, a color of night. There's already like the, I mean. Like that ridiculous outfit she's wearing. Like we like there's been nudity in this film already. Like I I it's like mm-hmm. I, I think they just maybe she just wouldn't agree. that was like a step too far. <laughs> Cause I can't imagine, like Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's the most shocking thing about this movie is there's not a crazy sex scene. I mean the craziest yeah. 
part of it is you have to imagine that he had to spend all that time unbuttoning all those buttons on her dress. It's a lot of work. And you have to imagine that Valentin was listening the entire time. Oh. Like a creep. Um, and then we get some weird stuff happening. So, of, of course, Scott Bakula has to walk down. Explain to me. I can I? I have like, a Like, okay, you guy, you are, demon you are a guest in this house. He's a guest in this house, right? He's investigating this guy's murder. And, like, Valentin has been a, a, a you know, a servant for however long or whatever. Like, and you're just wandering downstairs with no shirt on, like you're master of the house. Yeah. Like, it's so gross. He may be the master of the house, but who's the lord of illusions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, he gets chased ar- around by an orga- origami monster. It's like, that's it, like, right? He just keeps yeah. coming apart. He's, he's just being attacked by triangular chased, prisms. chased around by the lawnmower man. Yeah. It's amazing. It's he's just, just the lawnmower he's man be- craziness. He's being chased around by my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> by Brad's dreams. Um, yeah, oh, and that's when we get that shot of that huge tattoo he's got on his back of whatever that's supposed to be. No. He he has that because of research. Um, and then <laughs> Sam goes over to show that that's not him laying in that casket, but uh, yeah, he takes his jaw off and it's like, like you can't do this. You can't do this. Like, even if you suspected, you can't rip a coffin open and like rip a corpse's jaw off. You can't. It's like, it's like again. Sorry, going back to the X Files, but it's like that episode where Mulder suspected the guy what didn't really need to be in a wheelchair and just tipped him out of the wheelchair. You can't do that. Just in case you're wrong. Seriously. Oh, he can't. Also, why? And also, how does he break the lock to this coffin with his palm? Like, he's he's seriously got super strength in this film. He like just like hits um, the um the lock of this coffin with the palm of his hand and breaks Claire, it. Do you not realize how much like how strong his hands are after working through all those buttons? Like that was <laughs> he built up a lot of muscles doing that. <laughs> I like that when the fire's checking through the house, it's like a little snake on fire. Why why is there a coffin with a dead body in this house? Why isn't it at a funeral home? Why is it in this house? If no one... But also, why is it there? Why even put a dummy in the coffin if you can't see it in the coffin because it's locked? Because they want to have an open coffin. I guess. Weird. When the lawnmower man and like little flying triangles turns into like the the red man that's standing there, it kind of looks like uh, Voldemort at the end of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Mm. It's delightful. Just thought I'd mention that. Uh, everyone is at this funeral, and of course, since his last name is Swan, there's this massive swan on top of the car. Ugh. <laughs> and of course, Sam and. Uh, Dorothea, I know that this is all a fake, fake funeral because not even him in the casket, but they gotta go through with it. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't have an open casket now because they've got like a, a wax or, you know, dummy filled with whatever it's filled with. I don't even know, flour or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's paper mache. It's all paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we got creepy assistant guy, uh, or no, we've got, um, who is it? Ran off. Sam saw, Sam, he saw 
He came in disguise as a hipster, um, an Amish hipster, <laughs> to his own funeral. <laughs> but yes, he walks away and Sam follows him and like yes. leaps over a fence in those boots he's wearing and everything. Mm-hmm. And he know. goes into the Ninja Turtle lair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in that Ninja Turtle lair... <laughs> See, I thought it was like the Lost Boys lair, Brad. <laughs> oh, it's so gross in here. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess if Swan lived at in Nyx's cult for a while, this is probably still upscale compared to that, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and sure. Swan wants him to stay away, and he does this by holding a car up above his head. Mm-hmm. I like Swan's uh, fake mustache. That's his only, like, disguise is he's put his hair up and wearing a fake mustache. So ridiculous. Also, when I guess because he had put his hair up in, his, in the hat or whatever, his guys all his hair like pulled back. Ugh. It doesn't make him look better. He's still gross. He's wearing like a little mini man bun. Yeah, yeah. there's like ground yeah. zero for man bun. Uh, so while that's happening, uh, <laughs> creepy assistant guy is like checking someplace out and taking being taken down by Butterfield in the grossest way. Him cutting the inside of his mouth. Is so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Mm. And he's just looking to find out where Nick's buried. And he's wearing this. Uh, Butters is wearing this like black leather vest that's zipped up, and he's got his snakeskin leggings on now. Instead of just wearing gold leggings, he's wearing snakeskin leggings. It's kind of amazing. I love it. So after he cuts the inside of his mouth, which is just horrific, he then threatens to scoop his eyeballs. Yep. I mean. Just lie. Tammy was like, why am I watching this? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. And then Sam comes yeah, he in gives and finds, like, the dead uh, housekeeper. The maid, yeah. And I love this bit where um, Swan, because <laughs> they come in and they find the dead maid, and Swan yells at, at Damar and he goes, because his voice goes all croaky. It's kind of amazing. So, um, what's his face? Uh, Butters has a... Uh, creepy friend like digging a hole and he's got uh dorothea up by the car like all tied up so she can't go anywhere i love how giant that hole is they've been digging for a while yeah yeah i like that she manages to like sneak a weapon like she's she's not a damsel in distress i like it Mm. uh what do you think about this dress i support it um yeah i like it it's better than the last one well, it's like this kind of purpley dress. Yeah, yeah, I like the color a lot. Um, so I, I like that um, Mr. Butters is wearing um, with his leggings. He's got like little elastic bits at the bottom that go around his his um, feet, and he's wearing snakeskin boots. And that's obviously to keep his leggings from riding up because they're so tight. Can you see that, Tammy? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I noticed that, but I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I think I was I kinda just like, too like yeah. taken by the fact that he's kissing this hand that's been dead and under dirt. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And his, his I also like that he spent like him. years. Yeah. I like that he spent years making this little tool to revive him, where all it seems he has to do is just unscrew these screws. Yeah. I was like, why'd you have to make this special thing? It's I made this thing to bring him back. Um. Well, why didn't you just like you know? unscrew the things like that's all you had to do yeah <laughs> you just wanted to make a craft <laughs> he like wake he like wakes him up by kissing his hand it's like sleeping beauty Ugh. Uh, and then we get to go back to the cult yeah these fucks 
So some of them are oh, my friends. There. Some of them are scalping their heads. Some of them are just making out with other people. God. All of them are disgusting. They're so gross. Like, stop throwing your hair. Like, okay, so now this place is like burnt hair. Funny? Great. Love it. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. My uh, favorite one is glasses guy. God. There's one of the guys that just keeps licking his hands, too, and I don't understand that. It's yeah. Gross. Snake guy, of course, is still living his snake and life. And also, snake, snake guy's yeah. there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> his best snake life. Um, and Swan finds or shows Sam that like uh, the assistant guy, uh, Valentin, got killed. So, wah wah wah. I love Swan. Is just the whole well, time he he's just died sitting yet, in the car. He, he dies. I, Swan's yeah. just sitting. Swan's just sitting in the car the whole time. Like, fuck! I don't want to do this. I can we just? I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested. I don't want to see what's in that hole. Yeah. He's such a, oh, he's so rubbish. Yeah, butter's uh, top too. Just it looks like butter. Like it's like the color of butter. Butter's top like crushed velvet. This yeah. might be my favorite of his tops. It's like a, a, a yeah, like a butter-colored crushed velvet little t-shirt, and I love it. He was auditioning to play Mango's brother in the Mango movie. <laughs> uh, makes sense. He also looks like he has a waist cincher on. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like a. I couldn't work out if it was a waist cincher or it was like an elasticated top for these leggings that goes really high. But it does look like because like it looks like it's sewn to the leggings, and you know he's just pulled it up really high and then it cinched his waist in as well. But I, I couldn't work it out. No, I can't, I can't. He looks like he would be fun to go clubbing with, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, we also get this uh, effect where we get to go inside of Nick's. Yeah, we see his, it, like he's all gross and like this is a bit that grossed me out because he's all sort of black green and and moist and that's what I don't like. I don't like yeah. how moist he is when he comes back. It's yeah, like, there's what? there's a lot of goop. Like the makeup's kind of ridiculous, but it's yeah, he's goopy and moist. And I love that Famke Janssen's like <laughs> covering her eyes like she can't look, but that she just keeps looking. <laughs> <laughs> And it's very mucusy when he takes his mask off. There's all this mucus, and I was like, "Oh, like, yeah, gross." Yeah, I will say when Dorothea was doing that thing, like I just saying, feel like how much he would smell. Yeah, yeah. that thing yeah. where uh, where Dorothea was looking through her hands, like trying not to look. That was me, like most of the movie. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this whole thing is everything from here. It's just so gross. Um, cause he's got like the look on. And why was he buried wearing like a giant nappy? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, hey, listen, Swan, they put that thing on his face, and they're like, well, what are we gonna bury him in? Hmm. Here, let's wrap him up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then since everyone is excited to see Nyx, they all break bottles, and then they all lean on the broken bottles. Yeah. Oh, oh and I love one of the one of the, yeah, one of the like. first things that Nyx does when he comes back is just bitch slap on Butters. Oh yeah. It's great. <laughs> I know. Like, ah, it's we're Swan. So <laughs> I love him. Who you? Ugh, and then we've got like even one of the gross guys over there, like just all up on Dorothea, which is disgusting. Yeah. Mm. Did somebody find their bottle? Is that a Sammy? What happened? Sammy with his bottle. Oh, no. Is that Sammy in the bottle? No, it's oh. not. <laughs> it's 
Uh, so then we've got uh, Sam coming in through a window, just trying to get in there, I guess. Sure. He, he comes straight into the bat room. Yeah, where you do. <laughs> See, Nick's just, I don't find Nick scary, because he just looks like a little, like a grandpa wearing a, wearing like a, like a Halloween mask. I'm just, I'm like, eh. <laughs> I feel like Butters is more creepy. I feel like all of these cult people are creepier. Like yeah. they're just so gross and nuts. Mm-hmm. I like as well that um, Nyx kicks Butters in the balls, and Butters goes flying across the room. <laughs> oh, so good. Ugh, all these people are so gross. So they're all standing around and waiting, I guess, to be blessed or whatever. And yeah, Nyx makes the floor fall out from uh, below them, him and Dorothea. Oh. And you have mm-hmm. the one cult guy who's the most excited guy. He's mm-hmm. just yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Nix's um, little uh, um, his little uh, forehead <laughs> monster pops out. And what oh. is it? And now, it makes it Tammy, rain. were you expecting a little eyeball to pop out? Because I, I couldn't remember if an eyeball popped out there. I was expecting there to be a third eyeball. But instead, it's like a little forehead anus. It's so weird. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's so disgusting. Ugh. Yeah, that's how, that's how you make it rain. You just have to have your, your little forehead warm. Why is one of the cult members wearing a cat shirt? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. Because they're awesome. That's, why, that's what happens to people that She's like got, cats. The cat, the cats are little striped cats what? with sneakers on. <laughs> it's so oh, gross. yeah, it's that, so cute. It's one minute, uh, twenty nine. Me and uh, me one, and Matt, are gonna uh, one, start. Oh. Yeah, one hour, twenty nine minutes, thirty seconds. Twenty nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he makes it rain. Uh, hey, if you're listening, I'm up for starting a cult, a cat cult. Oh, uh, that is the worst shirt. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, she deserves, oh, she deserves it. I mean, you've got a dude back there too with like short shorts on. Like this is, everything oh, is just a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, that's the most excited guy. The most excited guy. He's wearing those leather short shorts. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and they are so happy. That guy's got his. They start having an orgy. <laughs> yeah. I... He's making out with like somebody's thigh. It's not even like doesn't make any sense. I mean, listen, these <laughs> none of these people have figured it out yet. No. <laughs> they they're all still virgins. <laughs> and uh, the whole time, um, Butters and Swan are like fighting each other. Um. Also, like we see, like uh, there, of course, all of like the electrical appliances and things are like you know uh, yeah. flickering. And, and I thought that he was just going to electrocute them That's all. That's what I thought too. <laughs> Nothing comes of that. It's just no. like That's what I thought. It's just like a habit like... effect of light coming on and off. Yeah. I thought they got trapped in the sand and then they all got electrocuted. Because I remember them getting trapped in the sand, but I didn't remember they got, like, sucked completely into the sand. Yeah. And Swan takes down Butters in the most ridiculous way, which is basically he starts a fire on the table. He pukes yeah. fire at him. Yeah, yes. and then he, but he doesn't even, he just does it on his side of the table, so then he has to blow it till it gets all the way to him. And it's like, yeah. it's like, uh, and then you could have butter ran in my notes is called time. melted butter. Yeah, exactly. yeah. He, he could have ran at any time though, because it took so long for that fire to get to him. 
And uh, while that's happening, that's when everyone is getting stuck in the mud. I love these dummies. Like, even as it's happening, they don't fully get it until, like, near the end. And there's that one guy that's flipping him off. Like, I mean, you dummy. Yeah, he says, (laughs) fuck you. He yells, fuck you. Yeah, he does. Like, you know who this guy is, right? And then like, that's when Nick says, only Swan is worthy. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Oh. Well, you told him. <laughs> yeah, he was born to murder the world. I love he's like, um, <laughs> you, you're all pathetic. You're all sheep. <laughs> Just following yeah. me. <laughs> yep. Swan's, Swan's the only one that did anything. He was a successful magician. I feel like Swan <laughs> is like fucking worse. Yeah, he um, really is. is I don't like the guy that's um, got his his. Yeah, I don't like the guy that's got his just his arms sticking out of the sand afterwards oh. after it's all dried. That freaks me out. I don't like it. And uh, when Sam walks in there, that's when uh, Nix drops Dorothy and Sam has to go run and catch her before I guess she falls into the center of the earth. That's mm. where we find her. <laughs> it's literally the center of the yeah. earth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where else I, I didn't know where else that was going but uh can you yes. just imagine mm-hmm. like can you imagine if there was like some cult leader demon monster that like he had such a boner for like David Blaine <laughs> like you're the only one worthy <laughs> like that's what this movie is yeah and it's crazy because he's like the rest of you were all sheep you didn't do anything what did this guy do? He just went off and became like a successful magician. Like, that's gross. With powers he technically mm-hmm. took from Nyx. I mean, yeah. Nyx gave it yeah. to himself, yeah. Like, ugh. Like, if fucking David Blaine. <laughs> like, ugh. Uh, yeah, so Nyx basically wants to be Swan's one and only, so when he sees that Swan is still interested in Dorothea, I think this is maybe when he's starting to squeeze his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he, he says to him, like, your friends are all dead, your lady loves someone else, no one can save you. And then he says, but me. And then I think, I'm watching it now, he hugs him, and then I think this is maybe when he starts squeezing his head. Um, so we do get this next scene where, uh, he puts his, Nyx puts his fingers into Sam's head, which grows more putty. Mm-hmm. And Sam gets the red contact lenses. Um, I think this is before that, though, is where Melty Butters attacks, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Melty Butters. And they attack <laughs> him. Yeah, yeah. He attacks them, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I love it. So great. But yeah, Sam isn't really seeing much of anything. He's starting to scratch at the walls. Dorothy comes in and he sees her turn into roots. And then and she starts making out with <laughs> him. I'm like, oh. no, don't do that. Oh. Like, Yeah, that's really, you know. But she's like, don't don't believe it. Don't believe it. We're fine. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, it's just like making out with Trey. Um, and she runs and gets the gun. And she almost gets attacked by half man in the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you attacking her? Like, you've got bigger problems. <laughs> you are you're stuck in quicksand. <laughs> Now's the time to be like, I'm sorry, help me out, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and so when he comes, he goes, Nyx talks to Sam. He's, like, basically trying to scare him more. And Sam uh, sees Dorothea come around, does this thing where he points to his head, and that's where she's him. And we think it's over. And his little, his little butthole. Yeah, and his little butthole. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is when he starts to like grow sea urchins out of his eyes oh and his arms and oh. stuff. That's what it looks like, little sea urchins. 
it looked to me like, you know, like if you let a potato sit too long and it like yeah. starts sprouting, that's really <laughs> Yeah. Like, and this is when sprouts. he's, before that, this is when he's talking and he's all sad. Yeah, because he's like, oh, Swan was the only one I love him. <laughs> like, why doesn't he love me? Basic thing. Yeah, so weird. We were supposed to destroy the world together. Okay. But these practical effects, I think, are actually pretty good when he's yeah. like yeah. going all gross. It's very evil death. Yeah. I do like Dorothea and Sam's look, though, when it's happening. Like, what the fuck? It is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Uh, let's see. So this is a when Swan and flies the- Bacula over. Oh, that's right. He says, hey, <laughs> you see that thing with me that you did with the car? I know your brain is squished, but, you know, maybe for a sec. So I can just push this guy down the hole to the center of the earth? Yeah. And he literally does fall down to the center of the earth. And even that doesn't kill him. So he's been shot in his little butthole in his head. And then he's been thrown to the center of the earth and and turned into like sea urchins. And he's still even alive because he's like dancing around at the the center of the earth. Because that's when he turns um, Swan into a skeleton, which was kind of amazing. I love that. Yeah, it's like, is he, what is he going to wear? A swan suit? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I like the fact, because the, when he turns swan into a skeleton, it looks exactly like an effect that was on this old kids TV show called Nightmare. And it was like, where well, you used to have to, um, kids used to go into this sort of virtual reality place, like one of them would, and the uh, they'd have to wear helmets. They could only see, they couldn't see anything about them apart from their own feet so they couldn't see where they were going and their um, friends would watch them on a screen that like looked like you know made it look like their friend was in like a dungeon or something and they had to sort of say take a step to your left take a step to your right whatever Um, but your health was like this little person's head and then every time you got injured like a bit of their skin would like flake off it was really gross and then like more and more of their skin would flake off and then right at the end when you became a skeleton the little eyeballs like rolled away (laughs) and it was a skull and this is exactly what it looked like it's kind of great I'm sure Chris knows what I'm talking about Chris if you're around there do we know where Nick's got his powers from in the first place? I don't think so Because he says he's a man who wanted to be a god. Yeah. Well, after they're, they feel like they're done with Nick's, they go outside and they're just so happy to be together. And then we just Yeah, because Nick's like explodes yeah. at the center yeah. of the earth. And then we just get all these images of Nick's talking. Yeah. Yeah. Flesh is a trap and magic sets us free. Um... So obviously Sam Beckett and Famke Janssen in this are going to have like a really healthy relationship after this. Oh, Just like, like Bruce Willis and what's her face out of Color of Night. Well, I think the thing is she's not, she may not be in love with him, but she's going to feel indebted to him and he's going to feel guilty even though he only uh, sees her uh, as, as, as uh, tree roots. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to be happy. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Well, that was Lord of Illusions. <laughs> Tell me, what was your favorite bit? Oh, <laughs> I don't. I You're don't welcome. Have, yeah. Uh, let's do best dress, worst dress. Oh boy. I mean, one of the worst dress. Right, best dress. I have in, to say. In the cold, right? Yeah. Go on, go on. No, that was it. Yeah, the guy wearing snakes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's the best dress. Wait, wait. Did you say that was your best? No, dress? No, it's the worst dress. Oh, okay. He's just wearing snakes. No. Yeah, I thought so too. But best dress I... is my boy Butters. <laughs> 
I yeah, I would say the snake guy or the lady with the cat shirt is worst dressed. Oof, cat shirt, <laughs> yikes! I mean, there's so many bad outfits, and a- yeah, and don't forget Scott Bakula's um, ridiculous plaid jacket, t-shirt, purple pants. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, and Bat Boy, Nazi Bat Boy. <laughs> If you're wearing Nazi stuff, I think you automatically lose. So we yeah. should dis- we should take him out of the equation. Oh, okay. Um, boy, I, I, uh, cats. What about Pamke Anson's nipple dress that looked like she was lactating? Oh, it's, it's bad. More, it's more confusing. I mean, it's bad, but it's yeah. more confusing than anything. Yeah. It's a tough call. Yeah, the cult, like, I think between Catwoman and Snake Guy, I think they're the worst. Yeah. And they might just be even. They're both wearing animals. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I th- okay, I'll say cat, cat I'm going to say uh, Catwoman um, because she was covered in blood as well. Yeah, I'll say. Than he was. Because she's gross. Um, but I'll, at least he kept, like, the same. He, he had, like, a thing going. He was purposely wearing the same kind of snakes. <laughs> All these years later. All right. So at least he's trying. He just had a look and he was sticking to it. Yeah. All right. So Catwoman is worst dressed. Who's best dressed? Batman. Uh, Butters. Butters. My boy. I love him. No. No. (laughs) He's such a creep. No. Uh, He's wearing his crushed velvet. He's awesome. I like the uh, cream dress that um, Dorothea wears with the the cape that's so wild it needs to be sucked into. Yeah, Network. that's good. <laughs> I like that one. I like the purple dress at the yeah. end, too. Yeah, the purple dress. I like the purple dress more. Okay, then let's do the purple dress. All right. Um, and then honorable mention, Butters. Honorable mention, Butters. Ugh, honorable weirdo. <laughs> he's got style, he's got grace. He's dressed like he's Mango. Gonna... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, so... And then honorable mention again for that statue of a bird wearing a human head. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, so who won and who lost this episode? Oof. Or this movie, whatever. Um, I think Nick's lost. Oh, or maybe he didn't lose. Butters. Maybe uh, Butters. Butters lost. Yeah, Butters. Butters. Butters lost. Yeah. Like big time loser. Yeah. Yeah. Because at least the other people in the cult seem to be happy. Yeah. And uh, well, Butters lost. Who won? Ooh. I mean, Dorothea. She doesn't have to be married anymore. To... She's got a new husband. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got all that magic money. Yeah. Yeah, she's a wealthy widow. Yeah, I say Dorothea then. Yeah, yeah Dorothea. Alright. Um, so there's no feedback or anything, which is okay with me for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so next week, I don't know if you guys want to say what we're talking about next week. Um, um boy, I gotta look it up. Uh. Oh, we're, oh, I can just, <laughs> yeah, because I don't know the name of the episode. Yeah. We're watching an episode of Enterprise that has Dean Stockwell on it. And I know nothing about Star Trek, so this will be fun. Oh, nice. We are also, because it's a twofer next week, we're talking about that, and this next week will be our final, final, final week. Uh, but we're talking about that, and we are talking about an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I have also never seen, so that oh. will also, yeah. You'll enjoy. Yeah, so it should be a good time. And then 
we will be completely finished with Calabici Fashion Cast, and we will be moving on to our uh, new podcast of Village Fashion Center with a TR. Yeah, we're going to talk about the village people. <laughs> The yeah. fashions that the village people. Wore. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do all the episodes of the prisoner and then the prisoner remake and then we're gonna do can't stop the music the village people. Make. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. uh, can I just say the um, Lord of Illusions Blu-ray on Amazon uh, reviews fifty-seven percent five stars out of five, five percent one star Tammy. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. And the uh, top uh, review that says it's amazing is by Jack Torrance, you know, the character out of The Shining. So it's interesting. <laughs> it's by a fictional character. Um, so, so yeah, so we're going to start uh, Village Fashion Center the first week of February. So uh, we are starting to get all of that stuff together. We'll, of course, put it on our Galvey Fashion Cast Facebook page um, as well. So you'll have that info uh, Mm-hmm. And you can sign up for episode guest spots for that. And at the end of February, we have a very special podcast. We will be starting monthly called Absolutely True True Crime, a deadly series podcast. So yeah, uh, that will also be interesting. It's about gardening. <laughs> it's yes. about gardening. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, yep. why not? That's our take on it. About, 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 about burying bodies, that is. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> because burying is gardening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dogs uh, are very into gardening. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to say about Lord of Illusion? Uh, we love you, Tammy. Three mm. <laughs> dreams. <laughs> the end of a friendship and it's very sad for me but you know <laughs> live on air <laughs> i have so much power to give you tammy all you have to do is beg tammy's gone skeleton and floated away <laughs> i'm here i'm here all right guys uh we'll see you bye bye, bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com. Send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast. And you can find us on Facebook under Calavici Fashioncast. You can find me on the Ramjack Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders Podcast and Twitter and Etsy at MayaFire. You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster. The old magician takes the stage. His act has not improved with age. Observe the shabby hat and gloves. The tired act. There was a time he produced doves A mirror and a puff of smoke His mysteries are now a joke His poor assistant black and blue She's tired of being sworn in two She's tired of being sworn in two Velvet cape Still from death There's no escape Words of sympathy And tact Only underline the fact Death is allowed